Life is like a box of chocolates here in Chefburg. Ladle spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tales, woo-hoo. Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Oh, look, there goes Mary Berry. Chef tales, woo-hoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include ape Gareth Bale. They are ooh, chef tales, woo-hoo. Every day he's making real chef tales, woo-hoo. God, that fucking guy's back again. Why doesn't he get the point? Why can't he just give it in? He just goes on and on and thinks he's the best. I wish that fucking prick would give it a rest. He's got a brand new podcast and it's out now. Have you heard it yet? Yeah, shit. Hey, fuck off, you stupid cow. Are his podcasts original? Yeah. Is he the only one? Yeah. Is he bisexual? Yeah, uh, no. Who the fuck told you that? No, I'm not your cheeky cunt. Am I everything you need? You better turn your volume up right now. Everybody. Yeah. Chef Tells Podcast. Yeah. It's back again, yeah. I've been told to try out stand-up and give it a go. I replied, thanks for the compliment. I'd think about it and let them know. Could I actually go through with it is another matter. I'd fuck it up for sure, and then my life would be in tatters. I could barely read out loud at school without shitting myself. So I think I'll leave it to the pros and put this idea back on the shelf but for now here's another episode for all of my fans if this one turns out to be shit then I might as well I might need a change of plans hello and welcome to the Shift Tales podcast I'm your host Bombhead Mediboy MJPJ Matthew John Philip Jones back a lot sooner than what I thought I'd be to be fair but when the ship goes down, when the ship goes down, you better be ready. When the ship goes down, you better be ready, basically. I just, I just jot shit down, and then I'll turn it into a podcast. I dropped my phone down the toilet three weeks ago. Just my luck, really. Cracked the screen on the phone three times as well. R.I.P. iPhone 8 Plus. My upgrade was due in June. But, oh, obviously, um, 2021, didn't really fancy paying 20, 240 quid, to be honest with you. Uh, so plan B, I'm using the phone that we were going to give my daughter for Christmas. I wasn't too keen about that, if I'm honest, like giving her a phone at being 10 years of age. But I suppose you got to get rid of the times, Maddie boy. So for now, for now. So now Boris has declared no social social gatherings of more than six people or you will be fined but I can go and play football this Saturday with 21 other guys at least and that's fine it's fucking bullshit we've had um, we've just taken 
bookings for barbecues and uh, and dinner parties in late September. And uh, obviously, they've now got to be cancelled. A wedding that we have booked in October, I might have mentioned before, that was supposed to be originally for 100, now dropped down to 30 because of government guidelines and bloody blah, blah, blah. It hasn't affected the wedding um, you know, trade yet, but that could be postponed altogether. Do you hear that? second wave is coming the number of people infected is growing why is that percentage of people just don't give a fuck regarding the rules the lifts on places reopening and you know the other lifts were made far too soon face masks should have been brought into play from lockdown unlimited exercise shouldn't have happened you couldn't bat some stupid cunt for not for uh, not following the arrows in which way to go down the aisles in Tesco's. Any of those? Some people had to travel over 100 miles to get a test. Fucking ridiculous. And that Matt Hancock was on TV blaming people without symptoms for the lack of local testing. What a joker. Um... Somebody said to me the other day, oh, we'll be gone by Xmas. I highly doubt that, mate. I hope I'm wrong. I highly doubt that. <clears throat> and then you've got government conspiracy people. <laughs> like I said to um, somebody in an interview, that's fucking laughable, man. Unbelievable. Fuck, with, fuck right off with all that bullshit. Now on to some other news. So I thought, so I am, um, so I thought that I rolled my ankle. I was playing. No, not a thought. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I thought I rolled my ankle whilst playing uh, in a friendly for my football team three weeks ago. My position is goalkeeper, of course. I haven't played in defence in years, and personally, I don't think the legs could take it. I played on mind, like a dick. Just like the last time I did my left ankle. We got absolutely dicked. A proper fucking dicking. I wasn't a happy chappy. <clears throat> my defence was non-existent. Mind you, that also goes for my midfield. As soon as the ball was set up field, boom, bosh. It was always coming back into our heart. Here we go again. I forgot how many times that... Those words came out of my mouth. If I've ever made a howler or a mistake, <clears throat> I put my hands up and say, sorry, lads. Then, nothing. Not a fucking dicky bird. <laughs> when I got home, I got my gear off and I got my ankle, um, and my ankle was sore. Had a shower, of course, and then chucked on my ankle support. Those motherfuckers work wonders, I promise you. Amazon, tenner, I think, for a pair. Put my Jesus creepers on, and then uh, and then me, the wife, and the kids all headed out to go and see my mate, the mad Arab Usama Akari. He finally got his fat Arab ass down here. Him and his wife and his kids joined, and so did my lot, my mum, siblings. We all met up in a local park. 
We told uh, my brother about it a few days beforehand. If we didn't tell him, I'm sure it's a sure fine thing that Peter Pan would have sulked. That nickname for him, that's my nickname for him, even. Even. The last time that we saw Danny was Boxing Day. It might have been, it might, it's, yeah, actually, that's technically like, it might have been, I don't know, fucking a month or two after that. Anyway, we're not really close, obviously. Birthdays will be a quick WhatsApp message. Happy birthday, bruv. Followed by a reply of, cheers, bruv. Um, and that's about it. <sighs> Sad, I know, but, you know, it is what it is. Danny stayed for a couple of hours with his, um, with his other half. And then said, right, I'm going to shoot back home now. I went, cool, all right, uh, see you Boxing Day, I said. Everyone laughed. Um, he didn't see the stuff, he said, <laughs> yeah, he got all that. He didn't see the funny side, um, nor did he have a reply <laughs> for once. Charlotte advised me not to go into work um, on the Monday and Tuesday because I was literally struggling to walk on it, on my ankle. So I called the MOD, I said, the MOD, and let them know. By the time Monday came, the ankle support had done its job and I was back to normal. Bearing in mind, obviously, I told them that I fucked my ankle up playing football, the MOD. I thought, I can't walk back in there without limping, otherwise they're going to ask questions. So I went in there, walking like Kaiser Sozi for the rest of the week. So I did. I walked like a like old Kaiser Soze with a proper limp. Um, yeah, and did did that even when I finished work as well. When Charles picking me up, when I walked out of the Ministry of Defence, and then after the, after a week, I just went back to normal. <laughs> Nobody questioned it. Um, so. The um, our mate, the mad Arab, aka Sama, has labelled Mitcham a nice place to live. Mitcham, the place where my family grew up in southwest London. <laughs> Who the fuck are you kidding, Usama? Five minutes later, he was telling us about a drive-by that had happened in that nice place that he lives in, called Mitcham. Um, after my ankle was better, I played again. The Saturday just gone. Only a friendly again. Thankfully, no injuries for me. But I did manage to kick a striker um, in the balls, though. Full pelt. A dodgy back pass. I mean, I, um, I needed to lift the ball up. I went to strike the ball and I connected with his balls. Ouch. Now, when I first... Um, when I f oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot to say. In that game, we were... When we were playing, it was we were like two 0 down at half time, and I said we're, we're very much in it, boys. Yeah, it's you know, yeah they had majority of the possession, etc. And there was like know, four or five new players, but I said it's not like we're like eight 0 down or anything like that. Five minutes, that was a kiss of death. Maybe not even five minutes. Three minutes into the into the second half, three goals, five 0 down. <laughs> um, we ended, we ended up losing eight one. <laughs> So, um, yeah, there you go, kiss of death. Anyway, um, when I first went to work at the uh, MOD, I thought basically, like a lump it, 
I have to stick with it as there was fuck all in regards to any other temp jobs going around. I wasn't going to say this on here, but hey, fuck it, I've admitted to, you know, people who listen to this uh, podcast, my uh, my whole court case with the old benefit fraud, so here goes. The job at the uh, MOD was for a KP, a K- kitchen pot or pot wash, um, whatever you want to call it. I did make it. I did make it clear um, to the people that I am a chef. To the, the um, well, to the chef said I'm a chef, and this job, I couldn't turn down in regards to providing for, you know, providing for my family. I'm now into my last month. They could possibly be extending my contract, but nothing has been said of yet. And well, basically, I don't fucking want to because I've just sorted out myself a, a full time job. Um, cooking not fucking pot washing <laughs> yeah done started off that I ain't fucking I ain't fucking finishing my career fucking pot washing so yeah I've uh I've already sorted out a job but I'm gonna finish this finish this contract here and then I'm fucking off out of there um I could do service at the uh Ministry of Defence no sweat but I'll come back to that later um I think the guy's they employ on the desk where you get your pass to go through have they employ them because they have the most personality that is is sarcasm right there for you literally all three guys there none of them I'd want to be stuck in the car with for a long journey fuck that a bit like my ex-brother-in-law well he's not married to my sister anymore so now he's technically an ex no, he's not technically that. He's a fucking ex. He'll send you to sleep talking about himself, music and fucking nothing else. Back to the MOD. How's it the MOD? I um, I have to be escorted onto camp by one of them in the kitchen. So it's a bit like being at school, being you know, waiting, waiting for your mum. But <laughs> instead you've got somebody else. I honestly don't think I've ever worked in a kitchen where there's so much bitching and backstabbing that goes on. And it's all the guys, as there's only one woman one woman, in the kitchen, and she is the German. Also, there is a divide. It's like, me chef, you KP, if you catch my drift. The chefs don't make teas or coffees for the KPs. I mean, come on, man, how fucking pathetic is that? That is, that is not a fucking team in my book, and just ridiculous. One of them will check to see if I've, if I've noticed that they're making a round. He's my favourite. I do a lot of observing uh, out there, of course, and from the observing, I've picked out the good and bad apples. Unfortunately, you always find at least one bad apple. I'll start with the. Uh, half decent ones toothless um, not because he looks like a dragon but as he, has, as he only has about three teeth he's a he's, an, he's a nice guy to me Timmy to me he's a nice guy um, it sounds a bit like David Jason the legend of Olean Falls and Horses but obviously having three teeth uh, and not looking anything like him though he does a fair bit of bitching but is all round okay? Good worker. Shrek has a heart of gold. He'll do anything for you. A kind bloke. 
but everyone complains about him, how lazy and how slow he is. He does have hernia and he's been there for 16 years at the MOD. He does look a bit like an ogre though as well. He's six foot nine, so he towers over my short ass. Mild bit of bitching from Shrek. Mr. Ratburger, uh, I think that it's pronounced Rat, Rattenberg, but that's what they call him, Ratburger. Who, by the way, they all can't stand, has been there two years, he's a chef, and they still, and he still doesn't know how things are run. Sounds like somebody I know. I had to serve his food the other week, and it was a complete and utter shambles. The mash looked like Play-Doh, with a pool of cold milk sitting on top of it. Oh, my God. The pie, the chicken pie, looked, looked rank, and his lasagna, well, that looked as dry as a nun's minge. The chips, they looked okay though. He's a bit of a weird one. Um, Hamworthy special chef. Initially, this guy reminded me of my landlord. And I thought, fuck, I hope that's not his twin. I'll name him Tim. I think one of his specials that springs to mind is a soup that he made out of a burger. Yummy. So, um, to put that in... To, um, yeah, basically, literally, that is a bun, tomatoes, lettuce, and of course a burger, all cooked down, and uh, turned into a soup. Mm. The only chef not to bitch. I made him a cup of tea. Uh, I don't know. He didn't talk to me for about oh god, I don't know, about a month. All I got was that's hot, and, um, and that was about it. And I made him a cup of I made him a cup of tea, and he he thought, ah, oh, he's alright, and started making me a cup of tea. So I broke the rules. They made a, he makes a cup of tea for a KP. <laughs> Who's not technically a KP? Is a chef, yeah? What, all winning chef, yeah? No, sorry, I'm just joking. Anyway, the German is a lazy cow and is an office chef. Again, sounds like somebody I do know. Supposedly, she thinks that she is the head chef, but no, 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 no. She's not. She's a supervisor. Uh, she's done a supervisor course, but for some reason she thought that was a head chef course. <laughs> um... When she laughs, she sounds like a fucking witch. Proper cackle. When I was cleaning something, she said, she came over to me and asked, how are you at cooking omelettes? She, she reminds me of um, the German from uh, Count Docula. To which, <laughs> to which I replied, um, I don't get paid enough here to cook. <laughs> she just walked off. Well, it's true. Plus, I know that they would expect me to do a lot more for them when they're down the chef and they'd want me to, yeah, not do what I'm employed they'd do. Oh, and she never makes a drink for fucking anyone. She always forgets, apparently. That's a great excuse. I might have to use that myself. I was told about a time when she took the top of her fingers off with a stick blender, an industrial one, not like a little fucking handheld Kenwood one. I'm talking about a big beast that looks, that um, he fits in a, you know, that one that looks like a weapon that Arnie would use in one of his fucking films. A big, massive motherfucker. And she said it had a power surge. Um, but, obviously, she didn't turn the fucking thing off. Anyway, yeah, she... No, I can't... Mild bitching. She doesn't lead by example. And... Um, and... You wouldn't give somebody a job that you wouldn't do yourself. I... I don't know. 
clean the fryer if, if uh, you are short staffed or dropping dropping the fryer meaning just dropping just putting a cold dirty oil into a pan or container no she doesn't do fucking any of that and and please and thank you I don't think she knows those words and now a poem that was sent in by Steve aged 40 uh, to read it in my best Scottish accent so here goes oh dear little Flo I love you so especially in your nighty when the moonlight flits across your tits oh Jesus Christ almighty so Impressions. The impressions were in the previous episode. Baron von Greenback. It's a baddie from the classic cartoon. One of my favourites, Danger Mouse. Still a do. Anyway, yep. Um, DMX was uh, was a couple of them. Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, and the other one was I'm not even going to mention because uh, at first I thought it was alright, but it, no. Yeah. Here's a few more to. To wet your appetite. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? Mm, you have such a hairy back. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. My wife is I'm a, a fifth prostitute in Kazakhstan. I like very much. I like you. Back to the MOD and going through the good and bad apples. Sir flaps a lot. His first words when he started working in this kitchen were, I like to take pictures of little boys. I think he was trying to make a joke and that obviously backfired. You can't say that, you daft cunt, Shrek said to him. And he is a spit, so it's flaps a lot. Spit of a KP that I am, um, I've worked with me. He even has the same fucking laugh as him, which is fucking scary. He gets picked on there by um, some of the others, and I don't like that shit at all. Mild bitching. Remember Martin Clunes, the lookalike chef who couldn't stand me and I walked out because of him? No, he doesn't work there, thank fuck. But this chef is like the same size and build and reminds me of that cunt instantly. Reminded me of that cunt instantly. This guy is alright though. Mm, yeah, on the bitch level, they're, they're, all, they're all pretty much, you know, the same level. Toothless is probably a little bit more. But last, by, by no means least, there is... Conor McGregor. I'm going to call him. Who the fuck is this guy? Oh my god, that was terrible. The reason I've nicknamed him this, thus, this, that is because of the way this prick walks and talks around the kitchen as if he is the dog's bollocks. It just reminds me of when Conor, uh, when he'd get into the octagon, swaying his arms around. The truth be told, this big-nosed prick, and there's, that's no joke, he has a proper conk on him. 
um, recently, <laughs> I recently found out that he's only been cooking for a fucking year. Before that, he was a KP. And before that, he was a fucking T-boy. At 30 years of age, really sort your fucking life out, man. As soon as this guy got the uh, the famous white jacket, chef white jacket, he was a prick, I was told. Nah, 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 nah. Once a prick, always a prick. You don't just become a prick overnight. I've bit my lip a couple of times uh, in the first few weeks of working there because of this um, toss pot. I'd made, made a joke of him walking through what I'd swept up and he basically said I wasn't doing my job properly. Inside, fireworks were going off in my head. But I went out of the kitchen, pretty much talked myself out of calling him a cunt and squaring up to him. I thought, right, I'll take note of exactly what he said and uh, date it. It is going to be a problem and I'm going to have to sort him out. <laughs> um, he has slated everyone in that kitchen. I've been stood there when he when he's done it to about numerous people saying they're not supervisable material, they should be doing this, they should be doing that. Um, everyone apart from his mate, um, the Martin Clunes, um, one of his chefs, if he's bad-mouthed them, there's a sure fine thing that he's bad-mouthed me. It's the being two-faced that I can't stand. That. Hello, mate, how's it going? You had a good day? You know what? If you were my mate, I'd have your fucking number. He's also a respected DJ, apparently. Taught seven guys. His words, of course. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just allergic to bullshit. Um, if that was the case, that he was a DJ, why isn't he not travelling the country and earning good money? Oh yeah, of course, COVID, yeah? Instead of earning 18k a year working for the MOD. The Knob didn't even recognise Pete Tong for fuck's sake when he was doing a recent gig on BBC. I mean, some fucking DJ you are, mate. I do help out during service time serving the Marines. Only a small minority of them are dicks. Half a dozen, I'd say. Now, call me old, call me an old-fashioned chef, but when I'm on the salad section and the salads go with an omelette, the Marines must order them and it would make sense for them to order them for myself and then I know what's been ordered, etc. And then I can call it out to whoever's calling, whoever, whoever is making the omelettes, the omelette chef. Everyone else, can, everyone else can hear me call the order clear as day. Obviously, that is a problem for old Mr. McGregor. Another chef who likes to who decides to poke his fat fucking nose in. So he he decides to to take orders from people who are like, you know, fucking 10, 15, 20, 20 marines down the line and shouts out to whoever is cooking the omelets. So fucking disrespectful, the little cunt. I brushed off initially because I thought, that fucking cock has no idea what he's doing. I'm all over it. I can see who's, bit, who's ordering it because... He's, he's basically just trying to fucking shaft me. Doing doing it, obviously. Puts puts unnecessary pressure on. He thinks the sun shines out of his ass 
a bad boy. That's right, Arnold. He thinks he's a bad boy. You want to fuck with me? You think you know bad, huh? You're a fucking choir boy compared to me! A choir boy! That's right, Arnold. A fucking choir boy. Days a head chef running service. <laughs> Sorry, man. Like I said, I'll deal with it, of course. Because, you know, with him purposely being a prick and then he'd try and confuse things on numerous occasions, getting, getting involved with shit that's none of his fucking business. Reminds me of... Reminds me a bit of that um, chef from Jekyll and Hyde. Thought, that's it. Thought he was the dog's bollocks. Bullies people. So flaps a lot. That's who he, bu he bullies. You don't know how many times I wanted to mutter the words, I've ran more services than you've had fucking hot dinners. I've been cooking since you were fucking in school, son. I'm pretty certain that he slagged me off, like I say. No, I'm 100% certain. Because I saw him whispering sweet nothings into one of the Marines' ear when he got involved again. No, it's just not exactly what it was said. But I did pre-warn a few people. I will put him in his place if he tries to fuck with me. I had something in my head, like, you know, when you, you have an argument with someone and you think, oh, fuck me, why didn't I say that? I had you gobby knob, gobby knob. <laughs> You gobby know-it-all, two-faced hypocrite. The other day, oh, yeah, just over a week ago, the other day Connor was cooking the omelettes this time. He comes over to the Marines, and bear in mind, this is minutes into service. Hello boys, what can I get you? Omelette, is it? At this point, I thought no. I was in a bad mood, because something had gone on. It's time to let him have it. You okay to leave, leave them orders to me, mate? It wasn't said in a shitty way, although I was about to explode and not in a sexual way. He didn't even look at me and just snap, just do the salads. Boom. That was my green light. I'm not in the mood for your fucking shit, boy. What are you talking to, sir? Um, something like that he came back with. Just do the fucking omelettes. I said. The prick was too busy to do anything but be put in his place. Out of the corner of my eye, I could see him. He was sparring with thin air. Let's dance, motherfucker. After he's done doing his Rocky Balboa impression, I called on another order. Loud and clear, as always. Ham and cheese on order. What was that, an all in? No, ham and cheese. That's better. Just shut up, you little twat. I reply. I reply, but whether he heard it, on, who knows? I don't know. But anyway, who fucking cares? All I know is I made the Marines laugh, and uh, service was done. He whispers sweet nothings to his um to Martin McLean's chef, who must have advised him on telling the boss what happened. So he, he ran off to the office. Again, Mister Observer, clock that. Can I have a quick word, Matt? The boss man says. A Tottenham supporter. Mm. Anyway. Connor mentioned that you spoke to him in a rude manner and swore at him. I'm not being funny, boss man. But his attitude absolutely stinks. He talks to me like I'm shit on his shoe. 
and I have written down numerous occasions where he has done so. Okay, okay, this this sounds a bit of a personality clash. I just want to nip it in the bud, if that's all right. Does it now? I thought. I said, look, I apologise for swearing. Personality clash, my fucking ass. Uh, bearing in mind old uh, Connor was fucking like, I don't know, he was earwigging, of course. Two minutes later, we shake hands. Pfft, that meant jack shit. Now it's time for such twat. Oh, Matt. Matt, what were you thinking? I don't know. I wasn't thinking. Clearly, we all know that. Matt, what have you gone and done now? I know. I don't need telling. Oh my God, you can be such a twat. Alright, so this was uh, before we had kids. Um, So, 11 or so years ago, I was day off. And I was having a poker session on Facebook, I reckon. Something like that. I noticed some chocolate in a foil wrapper next to the computer. I thought, hello there, I haven't seen you here before. Opened it up and uh, and had what was left, four squares. Ten minutes later, I had to rush to the toilet. <laughs> A few hours later, and uh, Shard had finished work. Matt, where's my X-Lax gone? Oh, that'll explain it. Right, that's what it was. If you have any requests, questions, or anything like that, you can reach me on my email, which is maddyboy660 at hotmail.co.uk. That's M-A-T-T-Y-B-O-Y-660 at hotmail.co.uk. So now there's no more from that little cocksucker. Should have done that earlier, but end of the day, you know, yeah, I could have done it earlier, but either way, it's done now. You know, a couple more weeks and I'm fucking out of there. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. This is Matthew John Philip Jones, MJPJ, Bombhead, Melly Boy, signing out. Peace. Life is like a box of chocolates. Here in Shepherd, little spatulas, wooden spoons. It's a shepherd. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Kitchens can be scary. Yo, we could slip on some dairy. Oh, no, there goes Mary Berry. Oh, it's Chef Tales. These are genuine real tales. None of them include the eight gaff mail. They are all chef tales. Ooh, chef tales. Woohoo. Every day he's making chef tales. Woohoo.